Hi, this is Pat Moody, and today we're going to introduce you to the Berrigan Community Foundation's Women's Giving Circle. I have with me today three beautiful ladies and a fourth who is on the phone, and uh, they are, this morning, Lisa Cripps Downey, the president of the Berrigan Community Foundation. Good morning. Good morning. And I have with us Susan Matheny, Berrigan Community Foundation program manager. Hello. Hello. And from uh, the, the um, Women's Giving Circle, a member, Sherry Weber. Hello. Hello. And on the phone, we have a Women's Giving Circle member, Sarah Jolly. Hello. Hello. All right. So uh, let's get down to business here. What is the Berrien Community Foundation's Women's Giving Circle? I'll take that one, I guess. All right, Lisa. So we had a group of about 25 women who pooled their resources and decided to really dig in and look at, identify the needs of women and girls in Berrien County. They were going to do that in two ways. They had, when they pooled their resources, they had some long-term planning that they wanted to do. So the Berrien Community Foundation has an endowment called the Woman to Woman Endowment that is a permanent fund that serves women and girls in Berrien County. So they took part of their money and put it into that endowment for those needs that we forever will be served by, uh, will forever serve women and girls in Berrien County. Mm -hmm. They also took part of their money and said, let's take a look. What are those needs? Let's identify what's going on and what can, what can we address as a group with some funding, some programming. We really didn't know. It wasn't like we were going to get together and this is exactly what we were going to do. I can tell you that things that I thought that they were going to do was the exact opposite of anything that they did. It was okay. just this really smart, thoughtful, amazing group of community leaders who came together and just flipped issues upside down okay. and really take a, took a creative look at how they wanted to help women and girls in our community. So it's really turned into a free form. It's just like, you know, everything's on the table until we say, no, take it off the table. We're not going to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it wasn't, there wasn't a prescribed, we really feel like we want to address this issue. And so we're coming together. It was very much Let's investigate and let's see what we think after we have done that work up front. Let's see what we need to do next. And how can we have an impact? Absolutely. Obviously, that's what it's all about is Absolutely. how can we have an impact? How can we change what needs to change and how can we make better what needs to be made better? And how can we continue to sustain what needs to be sustained? And the one sort of guiding thing we kept in mind throughout it all, really, that was the sort of firm position we all took was uh, that it aligned with Bering Community Foundation's overall goal, which is to help needs meet resources in our community. So everything we talked about really kind of kept winding back to, is this a way we can help a need meet a resource in our community or a resource meet a need? And um, that was what was really exciting about how we took things off the table. Sometimes we put them back on the table mm -hmm. and, and worked around these issues. So, Sherry, as a founding member of this, um, talk a little bit about how you got involved. That, that's one of the things I wanted to mention is the really cool part about this um, group is that there are women from all over the county. It's not just centralized in one location. So there's really a good representation of the entire um, Bering County, um, which is awesome. Um, we met um, 
at a couple times at a couple of beautiful homes, and we had done things um, like Lisa said. We started looking at all the issues and also talked about what we knew, what resources were out there, and we went through and had a, a trivia game and learned that uh, Susan brought the the data. <laughs> we brought data. We were we were looking for facts about women and sure. the state of women in our world, in our community, and in our world. And there were some that were you know oh we're not so proud of, right. but some of them that we were we were amazed at. So. Uh, one of them was uh, that women make 74 cents for for every dollar that a man makes, um, and that the current if the current rate of it improving and getting better, it would be the year 2084 before we met up with that with the number that a man makes. That's unconscionable, isn't it? Right, which is just I mean, why we all can sit around and contemplate why that is, but that's just unconscionable. It, it is shocking, and everybody in the room kind of went, ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there were several of those that made you go, "Wait, what?" <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that, that as we researched, we we found those. We found those. So, Sarah, you're also a founding member of the Women's Giving Circle. What brought you to the table? Um, my good friends Lisa and Susan brought me to the table. But I think one of the things that really sparked my interest is more than being geographically diverse. I mean, there were women within this giving circle that are actual service providers to women that, you know, may end up in court or in a need situation. There are entrepreneurs, there are corporate, there are mothers and people that are professional um, volunteers around our community. So for me, it was the ability to network with people that I wouldn't necessarily have been at the table with. And I think one of the things that I took away from it was that is a luxury, having access to each other, having that collaboration and that drive to have these conversations is something that many, many women don't actually have access to. So it isn't just about a service as far as, you know, providing a, a clothes closet or something like that. Those are all noble activities, but sometimes what women need are other women. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would venture to guess when you take a look at that, you know, women making only 74 cents on the dollar as compared to what a man makes doing the same thing on an everyday basis, it has to be even more aggravating recognizing how many millions of firms there are out there, like yours, Sarah, that are family, or are not family-owned, they're women-owned organizations, institutions, and, and everything else. That's aggravating. Well, I think it's aggravating, but I think there's also this sense of opportunity and and true excitement that, you know, I often have this conversation that I refuse to tell my daughter that she is somehow a disadvantaged population. I think that gives her a crutch to stand on to say, I didn't get my way because of these things. I would rather be a part of groups like this in a championing motion forward, yay, us come together and here's here's what I learned. Here's the mistake I've already made that I want to save you from making, or I don't know the answer to that. You know, here is a woman that does. So as aggravate it could be aggravating. I, I I don't disagree it could be aggravating. But it also can be extremely invigorating. And I think that is what gets me so excited about women's giving circle. And hopefully empowering too. Yes. 
And it was uh, the there was a trivia question actually surrounding that, that talking about women owned firms in the United States. And like you said, there were 11.6 million firms and they generated in 2017 um, an annual sales generated by women owned businesses was over one point seven billion for the United States. And so. The, that's trillion. the good news. Trillion. Or, I'm sorry, trillion. 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 <laughs> yeah. 1.7 And that's it, that's the good news is that while you know there are some bad news things for for women in our in our world, but there are also some great things happening as well. And that's the good news Sarah's sharing with her daughter. I Very think, good. And focusing on. So let's take a look at uh, how uh, this all played out. Then you uh, you came together. You uh, had a mm-hmm. trivia uh, game to take, try and learn some of the uh, key uh, facts and figures about all of this, and then started to work on narrowing down some of the issues that you wanted to address. We we broke the women into different groups. Okay. And they started talking about really you know, the inverted pyramid. We're going to talk about what's going on. And then we kept narrowing it down. But one of the things that we did, because it was a neat opportunity to interact with people that maybe you would have never met before somebody in a different, whether it's a different part of the county or if it's just a different walk of life from you. And so every time we switched up the group, you you didn't just go to a different station. You switched so that you worked with everybody. And so by the end, we had everybody had gotten a lot of different opinions and input and to try and take this giant issue and set and narrow down to what do we think some of those just the those basic points that we need to look at. Where where can we maybe move the needle or just make a great impact? And I think some of the things that we talked about, uh, we we really looked at uh, self esteem and body image. Mm-hmm. We and we looked at mentoring. And Sarah's talked a little bit about that of women helping women in mentoring, mm-hmm. and that that body image, self esteem, where it can impact so many things. And we Which, did. Oh, I'm sorry. One of the the fun parts of that day too, or the the eye opening, is that self esteem. This is a group of women who are all very successful in whatever they're doing and contributing to society. And yet, I would say almost every single one in the room have has had or currently has self esteem or body image issues. So that was a real that that hit home for all of us. It definitely it did, and and there were several sort of commonalities uh, and that they agreed were issues no matter where you were, what stage of life you were in and self-esteem, body image. Um, how do you create the healthiest home um, environment? How do you, you know, and then what we did was we did a little bit of research. We went away after the first meeting, did some research looking for what resources are there in Berrien County for women. And, and frankly, we found a lot for for young for ch- you know young girls girls children and as you got older there were less and less resources specifically for women uh, and tackling specific women's mm-hmm. issues it was really interesting how that how it kind of as you get older it dwindles away and the women's giving circle actually as a group kind of agreed that well part of it is because we as women are we tend to be the ones solving the problems not mm-hmm. going and getting the help for the problem and we let taking care of ourselves be secondary to taking care of everyone else. And so that was something that we wanted to look at is say, well, what's missing that we could bring to all the women in Berrien County 
to give them a chance to take care of themselves. For and I would venture to guess that that's where you know mentoring comes mm-hmm. in because you know those who have been able to master both mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, have the opportunity to share how they did it and give you some advice along the way and, and help lead. Mm-hmm. Yes, it really did. And uh, so what we did was we came back to the second meeting and we had brought with us um, a lovely woman from the Battle Creek Community Foundation who's somewhat of an expert on women's issues and the products and services that have been created to help with women's issues. Her name was Kelly Bowles Chapman. And um, she had a really great dialogue with the Women's Giving Circle about different projects. So uh, as you uh, go down this road of the, the Women's Giving Circle from the Berrien Community Foundation and take a look at all of these needs and so forth, uh, uh, did you go beyond your 25 uh, founders who all uh, pooled resources and got together to start this whole process? And have you reached out to the uh, community at large or uh, how, does, how does that all work? What does that look like for you all? At this point, we have not. Okay. At this point, the, those women have come together and we're saying, okay, we're going to do this project okay. and we're going to take a look at things. And then as we as as we start, okay, this is what we want to do, then we say, what are the next steps? Okay. So we haven't gotten there yet. All right. But you're not on the yet. way. You're not on the yet. way. Yeah. You're on the way. We really were still doing research. Um, you know, the first and second meetings, we really did a lot of research. We, uh, The Women's Giving Circle decided that we can't just, but to involve the community, we said we can't just say what we think. <clears throat> so we, um, we are people who have a certain level of comfort or security. And so we want to make sure we're giving the opportunity to hear from as many women as possible. So they created a community survey that went out. To all, we went out to all kinds of different places. Uh, we went to businesses that had a lot of women, and went to women's groups and daycares and churches and everywhere we could think of to um, to get some answers about um, what kind of needs do they think they have? Do they truly have in the community? And the answers were um, very overwhelmingly. There was a lot about mentoring, about self esteem. There was also, of course, transportation and childcare mm-hmm. and many of the things that you would assume are on that, but it really did come back that there really were common thoughts that the community held that also that the women's giving circle assumed would be the thoughts. And so, um, but we did try to make sure we're reaching out and, and we're hearing what, what the needs And a were. lot of those issues, uh, as we've seen all across the county, uh, tend to be barriers to people, you know, um, uh, whether it's maintaining a job, uh, keeping a job, and or, you know, advancing their own career, their own uh, lifestyle, whatever. Uh, those can be barriers. And uh, without the help of uh, people like yourselves, mm-hmm. it can, you know, it just sits and festers, right? So, mm-hmm. so uh, sharing and uh, uh, Sarah, as you are founders of this, are you uh, how's how's it playing out for you? Are you happy with the way the direction it's gone thus far, and looking forward to continuing? This is Sherry. Um, yes, absolutely. Um, we're the group has become more close knit. Um, we've met a few times now, and um, so we've we've got some good um, synergies going there. We have. Um, a program coming up um, for that mentoring and I'm excited to see what that brings for for you know what the feedback is from the people that that um, come to that and what we what our next steps are after that Sarah I have to second that I am really excited about how this came together and I 
it comes back to this question and discussion around empowerment. I mean, can we do something that creates a ripple effect that gives somebody a relationship, an opportunity to then turn around and do that for someone else near them, even if they weren't at the mentoring um, seminar, you know, do they learn tools that then they start spreading in their community? So I could not be more thrilled with how this has come together. So at this point, uh, ladies, uh, how do we stand? What, what's been the result as we uh, continue down this road of the Berrien Community Foundation Women's Giving Circle? What's really amazing is that after four meetings, four meetings, these women decided of some issues they wanted to work on that were universal to Berrien County uh, women. And they really surrounded the idea of um, women being mentors and, um, and, and every woman being able to, to mentor someone in their lives. Um, at least that there was a, I think you, you were talking about Carolyn Hansen had made a. Right. Carolyn Hansen is, is part of our group. And she really, at one meeting, she just challenged all of us to look at who do you mentor? Who is, there's got to be somewhere, someone, even if it's not, if it's not a formal, I meet with you every week, who do you mentor? Whether it's uh, just giving advice or who, and and look at your opportunities to do that. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, she also challenged everyone to remember who mentored you that helped you to be here now. And it, it was kind of an aha moment for everyone to say, oh, yeah, how important that has been in all of our lives and that I think women almost naturally for other women say, oh, I've been down that road. Let me help you at, at least consider what turn you're going to make. And so we, we did do that. We did the, so we decided we're going to focus in on how to help women be better mentors, but also help women find mm-hmm. resources that they need. And so we have a couple of projects that will be coming up focusing directly on those two things. And that was sort of the result of our four meetings, which – if you've ever created programming, you realize that four meetings does not usually net <laughs> exactly. two really grand programs. <laughs> so the premise of the Mentoring Success Workshop is essentially that women of all ages and stages are mentors. So ladies, let's talk about that. I, I think as the Women's Giving Circle started to narrow down issues and how can we help? What can, as they've pulled their resources, they want to work together to really make an impact for women and girls in Berrien County. And one of the things that we all saw about ourselves is that we mentor and that we have all been mentored by wonderful people who have helped us along the way. And we wanted to help others to be better mentors. I think we're really looking at that. What is the ripple effect? Okay. How can, if I, if we, if, if we train some mentors, do they then go out and mentor other people who go out and mentor other women who go out and, and it just creates that ripple that really empowers and strengthens women. So we find that women do tend to reach out and mentor other women along the way. And what does that look like? I mean, I I would venture to guess that for every individual, it looks somewhat different because not every mentor is created equal and not every mentee is created equal either, right? 
Absolutely. And and what, uh, Anna Abdelnauer, she's one of our other Women's Giving Circle members, she pointed out during the discussion about why to, why should we help people learn to be better mentors, that, that we all mentor. That it is a skill that one needs to, to, to learn and um, that it's something that we can all do better. Um, so when we researched Let's let's see if we can find someone to to help us have a skill set in mentoring. What we found was there really there were mentoring programs that were like adults mentoring children, and there were professional to professional business type of mentoring relationship uh, programs that taught how to be a better mentor. But we really had a very hard time, and we searched nationwide for a facilitator and a program mm-hmm. that was how to be a better mentor women to women, you know, adult woman to adult woman. And, and so we ended up saying, well, we, we can't find one. So we're going to find someone who could create one for us. And that's what we ended up being able to do. And that becomes uh, really kind of the ultimate program when you, uh, you know, when you found a, when you found an issue that you want to get solved, and you actually end up creating the solution along the way. I mean, mm-hmm. that has to be rewarding to the entire group of the Women's Giving Circle from the Berry and Kidney Foundation to be able to say, you know, not only did we think that this was important, we literally created it uh, right here before you, mm-hmm. Jerry. Yeah, I think that's um, with with women helping women. It's like we've all been through it at some point. And, you know, that that mentoring when you're mentoring somebody who's going through something right now and women have a lot of different issues, you know, that they have to deal with. And, you know, whether they're they're coming, you know, the, the child care is, is a big one, um, even if it's a two parent ho- household. The child care normally falls on the lion's share of it falls on the woman, mm-hmm. you know, even in today's world. So, and, you know, and we wanted women to be able to identify those moments in their life when they had an opportunity to, to mentor, because sometimes you wouldn't many women are wouldn't think to themselves, oh, I have the potential to be a wonderful mentor uh, to someone mm-hmm. else. But maybe going through this program, we're hoping that they will realize I have mentoring skills to put out there and I'll identify when I meet up with someone who is going through something that I have overcome, I have been through and, and to be able to have a really great skill set to approach them and, and help them get through something like that because they have this great mentoring toolkit that they now can use and they've not mm-hmm. only identified, but they've now can really do it well. And, and Sarah, isn't that kind of the, that aha moment when you suddenly realize, well, you know, yeah, look, you know, I have done this and I've, I've been able to, you know, work my way through that and uh, this issue and, and everything else. And you suddenly realize, yeah, you know, I do bring a, a lot of value to the table, a lot of valuable experience that I can share with others. Absolutely. And I think that is the core of this question that we were trying to answer and kind of the momentum that the Women's Giving Circle will be able to build with this program because there was something on Facebook the other day. It says, you know, we ask women to mother as if they don't work and work as if they don't have children, right? And we can be our own worst enemies at many, many points. So there are some days that these tools that we're giving to mentor one another can be turned inward to say, wait, I'm okay. I just talked through this with Sherry yesterday. I've got this. And and to drive that confidence and be that change agent for everybody around us 
including ourselves. We are too, too hard on what we didn't get done today. So, yes. So, uh, Lisa, I, I would ask you, you know, the, the, I think the beauty of this whole program and, and the, the way it's forming right before your very eyes is the fact that um, it doesn't all have to be uh, a structured, formal mentoring system. There's uh, the, the beauty is you can mentor on the fly. You can mentor in a very informal way. You can mentor with a formal sit-down. And th- that's the beauty of what you've created here. Yes, and I think that when I look at that, and when we talk about mentoring, sometimes I like, Pat, I would like you to mentor me. <laughs> that I feel like, okay, now uh, you I have to. I that, too. Yeah, I'm going to okay. have to sign a contract. Uh, you know? Exactly. <laughs> this is going to require coffee once a week. Yeah. But that's not it. And that's, and that's not sometimes what it's, all about. it's very situational. And it's going to be something mm-hmm. that's a br- uh, more of a brief encounter. Sometimes it is once a week. We're going to meet for coffee and I'm going to talk you through something. But I think it's being aware of those moments when we mentor, whether it's a short-term situation, a long-term, or a, a, just a, a flyby. Those are all things that we have to learn about and learn how to be a better mentor. And Susie was saying that... When Anna Abdenauer is looking at this and saying, who has mentored so many young women through Blossom Time and beyond. And when I saw her, who I would say, please mentor me, right? When I saw her say, yeah, that's really a skill and I could get better at that too. And that was an aha moment for me to say, you could get better at that? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. But it's all of us. We can. There's something we can learn. But even more important, I think it's all of us. There's something that we can give. No question. There's something that I've been through that somebody else hasn't. And I can I can share that and I can learn from anyone else. As can everybody else learn from anyone else. That's the key. Everybody has to recognize everybody can learn from somebody and somebody can learn from everybody. And and mentoring other people is the great, it's it's free. It doesn't cost you anything to mentor and yet the thing you do is priceless in value. And I think that's something we all can recognize no matter where we are in life. It's the thing we can give. Yes, Sarah, it sounded like you wanted to jump in there. Right, because all of the things that that we're talking about and saying, whether it is internal or external and what we're giving, there is always this sense of being, I think, out of control, right? When you're a woman in need of something, and I don't care on what trajectory you're on, things are coming at you all day, every day. The idea of this mentoring program is to return that sense of control. This is something they can be in charge of and drive forward. Very good. So, um, uh, Susan, let's get back to the fact that this was all, uh, you know, thought about, talked about, and everything else. And then, as you said, we didn't, we weren't really able to find anybody out there that kind of filled the bill of what we were in search can you of. So you create. Well, I, I can, yeah, because <laughs> no, I, I, I can believe that because you're a very specialized group of women who know exactly what you want, and it just wasn't there. So you created it. So let's it talk. Did about what you've created and how others can then take advantage of what you've created going forward. like all great women, we just said, well, if something needs to be done, we'll just do it then. Roll up the sleeves and Uh, off we go. We rolled up our sleeves (laughs) and we did some research. We found um, a 
really tremendous woman. Her name is Natalie Siston. She is a certified professional coach, an award-winning public speaker, a mentor, a writer. She runs a business called Small Town Leadership. She's out of Ohio. And um, her premise of how she does what she does is based on the idea of everything I need to know about leadership I learned from growing up in a small town. And as soon as I read that and we talked about it, we all went, this is the kind of lady we want to know. And and so we, we, we worked with Natalie to – she created this mentoring workshop for our group. And we brought back the topic ideas and different things and feedback from the Women's Giving Circle and feedback from Natalie. And they worked back and forth together to create this wonderful – it's a three-hour program that will have sort of different sections – focusing on what are my best skill sets I bring to the table as a mentor so that to help people identify those things and um, how to role play, you know, some role playing as a coach, how to be a better coach and have those critical conversations that are hard to have. And she created this wonderful program. It's a, a three hour workshop. Mm-hmm. And and we said, OK, now we've got the program. Now, how are we going to execute it? And that was another topic that the women really felt strongly about um, making sure that it is extremely inclusive. Mm-hmm. I, we wanted to make sure that barriers that could have been there for participation were were removed. I, Jane Brandstetter was saying, okay, what are we, what are we going to do? How are women going to get there? How do we make sure that it's not just those folks who can get, can take a two hour, three hour lunch break? How do we, uh, make sure that we're in North County and South County. How do we get women here? And and we looked at barrier removal. And so, all right, we're going to offer transportation. We've been talking transportation for <laughs> how long? For how long? It's been a long time. Well, and we realized yeah. just how hard it was to get 25 women to the meetings we were having for the women's giving circles. So we really put our thinking caps on and said, how hard is it going to be to get a, a 50 women or a hundred women yeah, or 150 <laughs> or however many? Yeah. So we were lucky. We, the, when we were looking at, we want this available in North County and South County. And so who do you call? You call the YMCA and they immediately just dove right in for us and said, absolutely, you can have it here. How can we help? And they partnered with us. So we're, we've got a session at the Niles Buchanan YMCA. We have a session at the St. Joe Benton Harbor uh, YMCA. We're offering transportation. We're offering child care. It's all free. We're feeding you and it's free. Two different times. Two different times. Yep. So we'll do one during the day and then one in the evening. That way, in case you have a different mm-hmm. time that you're available um, to be a part of it as well. So we wanted to just try to remove as many barriers as we could think of that would keep a woman from being able to attend. Okay. Right. So this all happens in uh, early May. Mm-hmm. Uh, May 6th is going to be our evening session. It'll be at the Benton Harbor St. Joseph YMCA. And May 7th will be our kind of lunchtime session at the Niles Buchanan YMCA. We're, what's exciting is we're now we have the 25 women from the Women's Giving Circle working towards empowering women. And now after that, those sessions, we'll have another 100 women also engaged and ready to go empower women. So we're kind of snowballing our, our effect on Berrien County 
uh, one one project at a time here. Okay, so on May 6th from 5.30 until 8.30 at the Benton Harbor St. Joe YMCA, mm-hmm. and the next day, May 7th from 11 until 2, 11 a.m. until 2 at the Niles Buchanan YMCA. Lunch or dinner is provided depending on which session you're going to. Obviously, the evening one is a dinner one, the uh, daytime one is a luncheon. Child care and transportation are available. And how does Jane Q join the party? If you would like to register online, you can go to our website at uh, barioncommunity.org slash mentor. Or you can call our office at 983-3304. It was another barrier. We said if you don't go on the Internet, still still come. We'll yeah, register you on the phone. Absolutely. So you can do that to get to get registered for it. We have 50 spots at each place. Benton Harbor's getting close, getting fill, filling up. Um, still some some decent amount of spaces at the Niles one. Um, so we're really excited to have have those both be full and have to think about whether we should do a third one sometime. All right. So barioncommunity.org slash mentor or pick up the phone and call. Oh, 983-3304. All right. Very good. <laughs> I think it's also important. One of the things that we did was we were we know that women at all ages, all stages, all mm-hmm. all over our community are mentoring. So we have gone <laughs> we we have gone to factories. We have gone to banks. We have gone to stay-at-home moms. We have daycare centers. Everywhere. This is this is such an incredibly awesome mix of women all coming together. It's very casual, so don't feel like you have to dress up or be fancy or anything. There won't be a test. There will not be a test. Put your jeans on, put your tennis shoes on, and um, we're going to all learn together. I mean, it's in a gym. It's so. in a gym. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> Will there be pickleball? No, never mind. <laughs> that so was loud. Mrs. Moody speaking through me. Okay. <laughs> All right. Very good. Well, mentoring success workshops from the Berrien Community Foundation's Women's Giving Circle. I'm Pat Moody, and along with me today has been Lisa Cripstowney, the president of Berrien Community Foundation, Susan Matheny, the program manager for Berrien Community Foundation, and Women's Giving Circle members, Sherry Weber and Sarah Jolly. Ladies, thank you much.